0: there on the deck fans listeners and subscribers it's moya again with another episode of on the deck with moya so this morning i was just just struggling i was struggling to find my center i was struggling to find peace i was struggling to get my feet steady and for a quick moment i felt inadequate i felt so inadequate and my mind was just running how many how many of you have ever experienced that brief moment when you felt like you were just not enough when you felt like everything you you did wasn't good enough everything that you have been wasn't enough for the persons or the people in your life that you have been enough for how many of you ever felt the just the the pressure of striving harder, even though you know you have done enough, you've been big enough, strong enough, lot enough, you cared enough, all of the above enough you have been, but yet still sometimes the disgusting <clears throat> experience of fear and doubt creeps in, and that's the moment then you're faith is tested and your resolve is tested and how much you trust God. Also, what is tested is the circle, the support system that you have surround yourself with because you see a lot of people in our our circle, the people in our inner circle, the people who we call our friends and some of them families think that the word loyalty, support, and love are nouns. So loyalty could be considered a noun or, or an adverb, not necessarily a verb for those, who, those, for those of us who are familiar with our parts of speech. But these are action words, right? You have to show your loyalty, you have to show your love, and you have to show your support. And sometimes those are all missing in our inner circle. And that's what kind of most of the time promotes or provokes rather the feeling of inadequacy. And I'm here to tell you guys that no matter how you're feeling at any given time, you are enough. I was reminded today by some really great friends that I do have that I'm enough. But the one thing that stood out the most was from my, I call her my sister cousin. And she sent me a picture of a fruit tree in her yard. We've been talking about this fruit tree because they had to relocate the tree from one part of the yard in her backyard to the next what happened to that tree is all the leaves fell off and all the fruits that were already on the tree fell off the tree looked like it was almost dying until she went out there and tried to break off the branches that looked like they were no longer useful to the tree in an attempt to I guess you call it prune the tree that's when she noticed that the tree was very much alive And a a couple of days later, she noticed that little buds of leaves were coming out on the empty naked branches. What does that mean? So she called me to remind me that a tree was her and the tree was me. And I felt obligated to talk about it because it it rang so true to me because I was going through these motions this morning and I and I felt out of place and I I've been going through a few things over the last few weeks with being sick and recovering and not having the support that I that I thought I had and people that I thought loved me but didn't really care much about me type of situation you know what I'm saying so. I thought about it and then she talked and talked and because she has her own struggles and the tree reminded her of both of us and you know sometimes we have to understand that bad things happen to us sometimes in order for us to wake up the shift in our life has to happen because otherwise we wouldn't pay attention so losing a few things and losing a few people in your life doesn't mean your life is over. These are brand new opportunities presenting themselves to you in the form of losing things and losing people. And it's okay to start over. And you can start over as much as you want to, any amount of time as you want to. There's no set rules in how this thing called life goes. We must just be mindful of who we are trying to drag along with us on a journey that they have no business being on in the first place. So the tree did remind me of me. I've lost a few things. I've lost a few people. And it scared me because for the first time, I'm literally alone, physically alone, but I'm not alone otherwise, (laughs) but physically alone because I felt that all the sacrifices that I've made in my life for others... All the work that I put in in the past for others, all the love that I've given, all the patience that I've I've exhibited, all the the, the trials that I went through for other people was not enough. They didn't see it as enough. And then there, there comes the ungrateful feeling and the thought that, oh my God, after everything that I've done for them, right? But I didn't say that. You know what I said? God continue to bless and keep them. Guide me along this road that you have now placed me on. Because nothing in your lives happen without there's a purpose or intent behind it. I believe that my steps were already ordered. And I'm just just traveling along a road that was already pre-planned for me. And I recognized at that moment that I needed to love myself more. Because I have the ability to help others to see how great they are, to see how valuable they are, to see how great they are, to see what their potentials are, or what the potential that they have in them is, to, to help them to identify their purpose, their dream, and their talent. But I suck at doing it for myself. And I, no matter how many times I tell you, I can't tell you to do as I say, but not as I do. Hypocritical. So now I'm doing as I say, and I'm also doing what I know I'm supposed to do because others are watching me and listening to me. Believe me when I say something has to die for something to live. So the tree, all the leaves died. All the leaves died and all the fruits fell off. They died and it's giving birth to new leaves and for later on, it will be given birth to new fruits. New fruits that they will all enjoy and maybe share with a few people. But the shift had to happen. And when the shifts happen, sometimes we're not quite ready for it. We can't see it ourselves, but someone else comes along and point it out and say, you know, if you, this never happened to you, this would have never happened. If this never happened to you, you would not have recognized this. If the stuff that happened to me did not happen to me, I would not recognize that I've been overinvesting in people who don't deserve my investment because there's no return on those investments. If the stuff that happened to me didn't happen to me, some of the people I call friend, I wouldn't recognize that they were never friends in the first place. They were just loving me for as long as they could use me. If the things in my life never happened to me, I would not have seen the snakes for who they are. You wouldn't have been able to identify the devil's minion. You wouldn't be able to identify the hand of doubt and fear sneaking into your life and causing disruption all around you. Sometimes a shift just has to happen. And when you say, But God, and He said, Well, if I didn't do it, you wouldn't have moved. If I didn't do it, you wouldn't have listened. If I didn't do it, you wouldn't, you totally would have been stuck in the same place. Again, on a hamster wheel. Trying to figure out what next. Sometimes, when disappointments come in our lives, we need to pay attention to what He's protecting us from. When rejections happen in our lives, we have to pay attention to how He's trying to keep us safe. When we plan a business and it doesn't work out, it's not that you're a failure, it's just that the fruit is not ready yet to be picked. When you you plan on things and they don't work out, it's not that they're never going to work out. It's just not that time yet. The shift has to happen for us to pay attention. God has to move us from one place to the next to help us to recognize what he's doing and what he's guiding us to. I had to cry today and purge and empty my heart and free my spirit of the things that were binding me. Things that I was holding on to, I was holding on to things that I needed to let go. They needed to go. And sometimes we just have to just breathe and let go. Today, my friend Maureen said we need to stop holding our breaths and breathe. We need to breathe. We need to release that tension in our bodies. Free up that brow. Don't scrunch your brow. Straighten your shoulders. Don't slump. Sit upright and smile. If we're breathing right now, we need to be grateful and don't worry about the things that you lose. God's intention for our lives is good. Let's talk about Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. That's my favorite scripture of all time. for I know the plans I have for you. Remember, he never said anybody else knows the plans that he has for. He just said he knows the plans. And there are moments in our life we will experience our Joseph moments, we will experience our Abraham moments, we will experience our Jake our Job moments, we will experience our Daniel moments, we will experience our David moments. We will experience our Or or moments in the fire. We will will experience our moment in the Red Sea. We will experience our moments in Mount Sinai. We will have those experiences. But we just have to prepare ourselves that whenever is happening to us, God is in the mix. He's always there with us. The shift had to happen. The shift had to happen for us to breathe. The shift has to happen for us to pay attention. The shift has to happen for us to understand that God is in control of our lives. But I remember one thing, and I'm gonna remind you today. Control your mind, guard your mind, control your power. Because if you don't, someone or something else will. And i leave you with this as I usually do. You're wonderful and you're beautiful and absolutely nothing about your life is a mistake. Have a wonderful evening.